Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our own likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. Hello, it's Rami. And so, uh, as you guys, listeners know, that we occasionally, me and Jami, do the, the what we've been watching kind of segment. Uh, normally, I try to spread it out, but uh, the networks, the streaming service, don't, don't seem to be doing that, So, and I kind of want to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, um, let me let me start first by saying that Thursdays, for some odd reason, has been getting all the new episode shows, and it's bonkers to me. Like like this is what's happening. Uh, some of them were like just last week of this recording. Um, I watched the season finale of Star Trek Lower Decks, really good show. You guys should check it out. Mm-hmm. I saw an episode of Loki on Disney Plus, and that was also a good episode. I saw the season finale of Gen V, which is the spin-off from The Boys, which is connected to The Boys anyway, so it's not really much of a spin-off. It just seems like another season. But that was also good. And and then you also have uh, Frasier, which, yes, I am watching the new rebooted Frasier. Jesus Christ. It's kind of like... Christ. Come on, Grandpa. What's it's kinda, happening here? Frasier is kind of like, uh, like comfort food, I would say. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's shot in the live studio audience. So it actually has yes. a live soundtrack, a live right. a live laugh track, and the jokes. Wait, what year is this? Is this nineteen ninety five? What's happening? Thing, and and the jokes are travel? like straight out of the nineties kind of kind of situation where the the writing is very like snappy and whatnot. It, it's yeah. it's fun, you know. I, I wouldn't yeah. say it's like better than the original show because it's essentially trying to mimic the the original show. Uh, but but it's entertaining. But. I find it entertaining. So yeah, Frasier on Paramount Plus. It's uh-huh. still pretty good. Still pretty well, good. Well, well, what they what, what they were able to do remarkably just recapture the the magic, the chemistry between the two brothers. It's fantastic. You know, as long as you don't have those two, it, the 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 TV show is gonna be dynamite. Well, I mean, the, he has he has like uh he has another another actor that he bounced off from, and it's different. What? It's different. Niles is not there, but he's the breakout <laughs> star of the Frasier. <laughs> well, at least the father's they believe the father's back though, right? The father's there, you know, with his crotchety old self and stuff like that. Okay, be, 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 before before you go with this, have you seen an episode? I saw the. I was. I saw that. You know how you click on a you, you know for a streaming app and stuff like that. They automatically play trailers. Right. Like that. I saw that. I, I saw opened that. a pair about. <laughs> I I opened a Paramount app. I was preparing. Uh, I was getting getting ready to eat, and so the thing just played. I have selected my thing, so yeah. I, that's that's my level of commitment. So, that's so, how much I watch. So the the way this show is kind of tried to recapture the old Frasier from the nineties and two thousands. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Frasier is Frasier, right? He mm-hmm. he gets into situations where his ego gets the best of him, blah blah. blah. So it's still there. Um, to to, re- to replace to replace his dad, he mm-hmm. uh, Fra- Fra- it's Frasier's son. Frasier's son, Freddy, is now the everyday man. Yes, that's he's the dad character. That now. part I saw, right? That part, that part um, Niles' son is Niles, essentially, right? Uh, the 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 actress, the female actress slash uh, uh, bar barmaid, <laughs> I forget to say, mm-hmm. waitress kind of person. Mm-hmm. She's essentially Daphne, right? Mm-hmm. His his old college uh, his old college uh, friend is essentially. Well, that's the thing, though. Hey, who is he essentially? Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, the the uh, the, the yeah. dean, the dean of his department, is essentially mm-hmm. Ross. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, where's the tangent to his the, the person that he bounces off from in the show? 
Okay. Honestly, I checked out like five minutes ago. Once you said uh, Frasier, I, I checked out. I have no idea what's going on. Okay. I think this is the I think this is the most anime has dedicated to the 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 to the Frasier revival in any pod, podcast. I mean, oh, YouTube, I know, I know. Lot, in social media, a, a lot of a lot of people essentially is like just try, they're just trying to look the other way. Like we don't need another Frasier, blah 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 blah. But mm-hmm. I find it entertaining. Like I said, I don't think it's great, but I do find it quite entertaining. I laugh. I laugh out loud when I watch the show. And well, it, is, it is like it is like a flashback to to the old '90s sitcoms where where that's mostly what they are, right? They're they're entertainment, and I can't I can't discredit for that. For I think that's the goal of every TV show, though. It, it, it's it, it's entertainment. I don't oh, know. Okay. But I, I, get, I get your point. I don't find a lot of sitcoms anymore laughed out loud, and that's a thing. So and this one is just like well, it that's like classic. That's this, is, this is about this is a diff, this is a broader question. So I I think we've talked about this in the past. I I just I just feel like sitcoms. Uh, in 2023, has evolved past the the multicam live from studio audience and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think the last one that the nail in the coffin was what do you call it? The Big Bang Theory, right? I think we, I think we've really evolved past the the, the live from the studio audience. You know what I mean? And I still think there's a place for it, and for me, it's because you're 120 years old, 150 years old. Um, Good lord! Okay, moving on from Frasier, the, the other Thursday show that's out is Upload. I'm not sure if you still watch Upload. Uh, if you watch Upload, they, they do have new episodes. There's a new season. I thought there wasn't going to be one, but here it is. A new season came out <laughs> of nowhere. I'm like, wow, there's a yeah. new season. Right. As I was going through the app, I, was, I remember this. In, I was in the Hong Kong airport. I was going through some apps, seeing what's available, what to download before I get on the plane. So, oh, Upload. We're doing this again. <laughs> I guess we're, they're doing season three. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, they're continuing the story, so it kind of works. Oh, yeah, I know. Because they continue the story. Yeah. And then the other show. That second one was a bummer. We should actually mention the second one. The second season was a real bummer, a real letdown from the first one. I'm I'm banking the season three episodes. If I have time, I'll, I'll try binge watch it towards the end of the year. But yeah, sorry. Um, I, I I really think the the new season really is just for people who want to see where the story goes. Seriously, that's just, that's pretty much where it is. Right. Um, it's not as funny as the first one, and clearly the budget was cut out because some yeah. certain people are not there anymore and yeah 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 anyways mm-hmm. and then the other show on Thursday which was supposed to be a Friday show but I guess they're showing it early on Thursday is Invincible there's a new season for Invincible mm-hmm. right and and that's great and that's a well you show. know the Amazon Prime they 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 have a pew 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 cowboy approach to releases and stuff like that they'll release a Friday show they'll release a Thursday they'll you know they'll release in the afternoon they'll you know release a bunch of you know they're 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 wild, man. They don't care. You know what I mean? They're, they're they're there to sell you toilet paper. You know what I mean? They'll release their uh, their their movies and TV shows whenever. They don't care. They're wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that's my Thursday. <laughs> that was my Thursday. Yeah. Luckily, uh, season finale for Lower Decks and Gen V helps a lot because then I don't have to worry about watching them. And then mm-hmm. uh, Loki's ending its season next this week, I believe. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that Wait. goes away. So all Wait, I, all I, I have sh- left is is upload and Fraser. Assuming on, just yeah, go on. just to just just to make a point uh, a point of order. Are you implying that because all these Thursday shows get released on Thursday that you that you're that you you kind of have to watch all of them on Thursday? Is that what you, is that what you're saying? Well, it's more of a <laughs> case where I know I I know I can wait. I know I can wait. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but but Lower Decks was like I gotta see the next episode. Loki was like I gotta see the next episode. Gen V was like I gotta see the next episode. Frasier, I did wait. Frasier, I waited till yesterday, oh, Sunday. Okay. Right, there's that. Uh, upload, I did wait till Saturday. Uh, but then Invisible, I gotta watch the next episode. You know, so there was a lot of like I gotta see it as soon as it's released kind of situation. Mm-hmm. 
But, but like I said, a lot of them are going away, season finale and all that stuff. So that will help me. And that, that but that is that was my must see Thursdays. It was kind of nuts. Yeah. Not to mention that new movie Thursday exists. So yeah. I was pretty much booked the whole time. I, I was off work. So it's like <laughs> you were you were booked. I was booked. Yeah. You had to watch it. Yeah. You, had yeah. to, you had to make these appointments. Yeah. The thing is, it sounds like overall just a big picture uh, point uh, thing. I mean, ever since I was a little kid, Thursday ever because ever Thursday. since because of a. Uh, yeah, must see Thursday because of a uh, Seinfeld friends of it all. Thursday became like a must see TV, and even even in the streaming uh, era that we live in, it looks like they've kind of continued it. You know what I mean? It's the last big day before the the weekend. Uh, the assumption is people are home. You know what I mean? Watching TV before they head out for the weekend. But yeah, yeah. Um, so that yeah, like I said, uh, do you know if Invincible is going to do early screenings on Thursdays, or are they finally going to stick with Friday? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's pew, 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 pew. They'll release them whenever, man. All right. All right. All right. They're I, rock and roll, man. I do have more to talk about, but I want to pass it over to you. What else have you been, what have you been watching? I don't know. I don't know, man. I think the audience wants more Fraser talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give the people what they want. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I, I'll just mention a couple of uh, real kind of basic uh, basic recommendations, like like uh, follow-up. Uh, uh, Third and fourth seasons of, of ongoing TV shows. Over my uh, my trip to China, I binge watch only Murders in the Building, uh, oh. season three. Yeah, and the thing is with this show, just like the second season, it doesn't matter who the who the who the murderer is. I didn't guess it the right right by the way. Did you? Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. It's just vibes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, there's some character stuff, some plot holes and stuff that that doesn't work, but it's just vibes. You know what I mean? You're just there. You watch these characters. Uh, interact. It's just a vibe. I, I like it a lot. And along the same lines, what we do in the shadows, I saw season five, I think it was, okay. over during my trip. Uh, still a very funny, excellent show. But these two shows, I'm going to steal one of Albert's bits. I, I think we can wrap it up. You know what I mean? We, we kind of get it. You know what I mean? Okay. E- e- you know what I mean? I'm okay with... I, I enjoy the show. I, I love it. It's not like they're bad or they're boring. Some of them are generally funny. The characters are, are you know, are interesting still to me, but yeah, I think we can wrap it up for these two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's two right there. Okay. Wait, are okay. You, are we back to me? Uh, if you want, I have some more stuff. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go with your more stuff. Okay. I over... This is not recent, but over the course of this year, I watched three classic movies in uh, of Asian cinema. That I figured I should recommend right now, three, two masterpieces and one legitimately great movie. The first one is I watched uh, uh, Memories of of the uh, Memories of Murder, Memories oh, of the Murder. I wanted to watch that actually. Oh, it's on Hulu. It's a fantastic. Is, was that movie released movie. this year? Or was it released last year? Was it last no, year? No, it's a long time ago. This was released like at least ten years ago. I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Memories of Murder. That's why I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, Memories of the Murder. It's uh, from the guy who did Parasite. The guy who did uh, what do you call it? The host, uh, uh, Park Chang, something, something, something Korean. Anyway, it's one of his earlier movies and stuff like that. It's based on the serial killings uh, that happened in Korea back in the 80s, I believe. And just like, uh, it's a murder mystery. And just my favorite type of murder mystery is not about like who did it or why they did it or capturing it. It's about the society that uh, that allows this to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More than anything else, it's critical of Korean society, the police force and all that stuff. So, yeah. Absolute masterpiece. Okay, so Memories of, of Murder is on okay. Hulu. That's one. The second one is I finally saw Old Boy, the 20th, 20th or 25th anniversary re release. I saw it in the theater. Old Boy. Yeah. And this is 
This is a movie that was spoiled to me when it was initially released. Because Aww. one of my friends, you don't get the shock when that thing when that scene happened. You don't get the shock. But yeah, but here, but here's the whole thing. Because she was so disturbed by this. Like, hey, hey, no, ago, by she, way, no spoilers. Just in case people haven't. Yeah, seen I'm not it gonna yet. spoil. It. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna spoil it. So about that. But she was so uh, uh, disturbed by it. Uh, she had to tell somebody. And she was, uh, I'm a movie person, so she, so she told me. So I knew the spoiler from like 25 years ago. And ever <laughs> and since then, I think we talked about this a little bit. It's, it feels like I've watched Old Boy. You know what I mean? Old Boy is such an influential movie. It's kind of right. permeated throughout pop culture. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's one of the movies I knew like 80% of the things that was going to happen in Old Boy. But even even so, it's still a masterpiece. The way it's shot, the way it's composition, you know what I mean? Everything, the way he transitions from scene to scene, he's a masterful uh, filmmaker and stuff like that. It's, 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 it's an incredible piece of cinema and stuff like that. And one of the, sh- the most shocking thing about it is like, I'm surprised anybody has made like revenge movies after the seeing this movie. You know what I mean? Because yeah. this is the ultimate revenge movie. You know what I mean? I can't imagine anything more despicable, anything more evil, anything more twisted. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable anybody try to do any kind of, kind of revenge story after this. Well, um, abs- I mean, Spike Lee tried to try to one up it by remaking it, but you know, right? Which that, is just full harsh. It's just it just it's just <laughs> ridiculous. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's an unbelievable piece of cinema and stuff like that. I watched it. And like I said, even though, like I said, it's spoiled 20, 25 years ago, it doesn't matter. It still works and stuff like that. It's just a vibe, too. You know what I mean? So anyway, and the last piece of uh, classic Asian cinema is I saw an uh, anime movie uh, from the early, no, mid-90s, I think. Uh, it's called uh, Perfect Blue. Oh, Perfect Blue. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, because there was a revival I saw it in theater. And uh, what do you call it? It's, I knew some of the stuff that happens in the movie. I knew Darren Aronofsky had to buy the rights to this because he basically <laughs> ripped it off for Black Swan, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a great, it's a fantastic movie. I really enjoyed this movie and stuff like that. It's a, you know, I don't know where it's streaming, but you know, it was like the twenty, also twenty fifth anniversary or something. Like that. Yeah. But uh, uh, Perfect Blue, it's a, it's a great movie. So, yeah. I would I would say like out of the anime movies that came out in the eighties slash nineties. Akira is one of the ones that people really refer to a mm-hmm. lot. Um, mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell is the other one, and Perfect yes. Blue, which is which yes. is kind of shocking because right. Perfect Blue isn't a kind of it isn't very mainstream. I mean, Akira right. and Ghost in the Shell not very mainstream either, but more mainstream than yeah. Perfect Blue. So, yes. so yeah, but what, Perfect Blue always comes out, back, always comes back. Yeah, I don't without spoiling much of the movie. So, what really stood out to me about Perfect Blue is it's an example of how anime doesn't have to always have like this, uh, what do you call it? This uh, a high concept, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be like a demon slayer, you know, a one punch yeah. man, you know what I mean? This is a straight up psychological drama, you know what I mean? And it just happens to use animation to tell a psychological drama, you know what I mean? Yep. It, you know what I mean? So for people who kind of like pigeonhole anime, like, oh, it has to be, it's for kids or it has to have like big boos or monsters. No, perfect. Uh, a perfect blue is just a psychological psychological drama and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's and what really bummed me out is like I did a little I did the Wikipedia search afterwards and I realized the guy who directed it, he passed away. Yeah. You know what I mean? He only made yeah. he only made like three movies and stuff like that. So yeah. Um I looked it up. It's available on AMC Plus and Shudder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think they're gonna go through that guy, I forgot the guy's name, but uh, they're gonna go th- they're gonna show his uh his three movies uh on on uh in the theaters. I'm gonna try to catch all three. It's this one, Perfect Blue. The other one is Tokyo Godfathers, and the other one is like a such a P. I forgot how to pronounce. I don't know how to pronounce. Paprika. It, yeah. Paprika. Paprika. Did you see all three? I've seen 
I've seen every one that he's done. Um, he's done more than three. It, it, I'm looking at it right now. It's uh, Perfect Blue, Paprika, Millennium Actress, thought, and Tokyo Godfathers. He also yeah, did. He worked. He also did. Uh, he, par, he also did Paranoia Agent, which is also a oh. bizarre TV show to watch. Yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, he only did three full-length movies, but I know he worked on some stuff. I know he worked on Akira, I think, or something like that. He worked on some stuff, but he uh, he tragically passed away before he could work, work on more stuff. But yeah. 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 So uh, those three movies. Classic Agent Cinema. Okay. Well, since you went on anime, let me let me jump in. Oh, I think you wait. I still got one more non-anime to jump in first. Goosebumps. I am watching the Goosebumps shows on Disney Plus, slash Hulu, I guess. Uh, and I like it. I like it. I know it seemed like a cheap way of Disney... Slash Sony to have their own Stranger Things, but it works for me. I mean, it's exactly what it claims to be, and and it went through. It's I think it's almost wrapping up pretty soon, and I know a lot of people don't like it because it's not an anthology series, and they want an anthology series for Goosebumps. But I think I I like it. I'm I'm quite entertained by it. I like the characters. I want to see where it's going, all that stuff. So. Yeah, did Goosebumps. you recommend Goosebumps? I did. Goosebumps, Goosebumps, the new. Did one. you recommend on this podcast Frasier and Goosebumps? Yes. You're either a hundred or you, you're you're a, a preteen. I don't know what's going on. What's happening here? What's going okay, on here? Speaking of preteen, very confusing. Speaking of teen stuff, um, anime. So I'm watching. I'm continuing to watch Jujutsu Kaisen, and mm-hmm. they're already doing the uh, Shinjuku incident, which a lot of Jujutsu Kaisen fans are like. Oh, I can't wait till they mm-hmm. get to the Shinjuku incident. Well, they're in the Shinju- Shinjuku incident, mm-hmm. and. I would like them to move things along. I mean, I know it's a long, it's a long arc that they need to cover, but I wanted to move things along. Okay, I kind of wish I was just binging this because I want things to move along. <laughs> I should have just waited. I should have waited. So that's the thing with. Uh, I don't. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, that's the thing I've noticed with uh, with anime. You really do have to binge, uh, binge these TV shows. You know, yeah. God bless them. They don't construct their TV shows like uh, Americans in the sense that uh, every individual episode is like lower text. Has a beginning, middle, uh, and end. You know what I mean. Yeah. The with animation, there's an assumption that the story will unfold in three or four episodes or a whole season, something like that. That's why I kind of like binge watching uh, anime. Like I haven't watched any of the second season of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and stuff like that. You know, I, I'm waiting to binge. Yes, yeah. uh, just wait. <laughs> My recommendation is wait. I actually wait. Yeah. I, I take it back. The first six episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen is pretty much its own story, or at least you could. And then, right, and right. then the one after that, that one you have to binge. Um, well, the first one you can binge. The first six episodes you can binge and then just wait till the next half of that season, quote-unquote season, uh, is over. Um, what, which is what I'm doing with Rurouni Kenshin. I'm watching the remake for Rurouni Kenshin. And, and since I know what the story arcs are, I'm literally waiting for the story arcs to end before I watch it. Like, I'll wait for like three to four episodes or five episodes and then I'll, I'll look at the episode guide and go, oh, they're done with that. So then I'll start watching that arc. And then when the new arc happens, I'll stop, go back to it in a month, and then and then I'll watch that storyline. See, at least, because that one, I already know from what I've seen from the 90s version. So at least I know where when I can just jump in. Jujutsu Kaisen, I don't quite know when I can just jump in because I haven't read the manga for that. So, but yeah, Ronnie Kenshin, I know a lot of people, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like watching things that people don't recommend, but I'm watching the remake for Ronnie Kenshin. I thought it's perfectly entertaining. It does kind of capture the spirit of the original that I enjoyed and I loved. And, and yeah, it's comfort food. Um, and then other anime to, for me to recommend is Pluto. And Pluto is something that I'm actually watching very, uh, 
and then deliberate carefully. Carefully in the sense that I'm not rushing through it. Um, I could rush through it because I want to rush through it, but very, very. Because uh, it's on Netflix, you can you can watch the whole thing. Yeah, you can watch the whole thing, and I and I believe me, I I would like to watch the whole thing, but it feels dense. Whenever what when I watch an episode, it feels dense, right? And then what happens is I'll want to go to the next episode, and I start watching the five first five five minutes of the next episode. And I'm like, and I'll be like, no, I gotta stop, because <laughs> it's like they're like hour long episodes too, so that doesn't help. So, yes. so yeah, I'm I'm kind of watching it like every other day kind of situation. But it's really good. Pluto's really good. That's another mm -hmm. thing to recommend. It's on my queue. Yeah. All right. Anything else that you want to mention real quick? A couple, a couple of things. Uh, Interview of Vampire. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I saw like uh, eight out of nine episodes of Interview of Vampire. It's on 8 AMC. And mm -hmm. some of that, it's obviously based on the uh, Anne Rice novel. It's, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a retelling of this book and it's a retelling of the the movie that came out like back in the 90s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really, really, really good show. There's two... The two really smart choices that they made for this uh, adaptation of uh, Interview of a Vampire. Number one, they made the lead, the lead character uh, a black man. A black man in New Orleans in in the early 1900s. They add a, it adds a, a certain dynamic to it and certain dense, a richness to it. That, that's fantastic. Plus and number two... It's New Orleans. Hmm? There's a lot of black people yeah. in New Orleans, for God's sakes. Yeah, it's obvious. I mean, it's, also, yeah. it's just obvious, some of that. And the second thing that they smart decision that they made was like, they made a TV show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The the fact that the the relationship between Louis and b -b 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 what's the guy's name? I'm Brad blanking on the guy. Oh, Lestat. Lestat. <laughs> oh, Tom, I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, going on. Yeah, the the way that their relationship unfolds uh, over the course of a TV show makes a lot more sense and stuff like that. Over, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, it just it just shows. I mean, on top of a lot of things that the show is about, it just shows the relationship between. Uh, uh, queer men it's just like a relationship between any kind of married couple and stuff like that you know what i mean there's episodes where they just like fight about like you know careers dinner and stuff like that it's 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 surprisingly uh domestic some of the stuff that happens you know what i mean so big thumbs up for uh interview for vampire i they're getting a second season but the first season uh it's fantastic big, uh big thumbs up yeah that's uh amc plus mm -hmm. or amc right oh, yeah. right AMC regular AMC plus. Okay. You know, it's a side story. Uh, I the way I watched it is uh, AMC and HBO uh, had a promotion. You know what I mean? Uh, they put a bunch of uh, HBO put a bunch of their AMC shows on uh, on on HBO. Uh, uh, HBO yeah, I for mean, like Max. two months and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not gonna say Max. I, I think <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not gonna say Max. Anyway, so I watched it, but I, I didn't finish. I didn't get to the last episode right before the thing expired. And I started looking like, how am I going to watch the next episode? How am I going to watch the next episode? Am I going to buy it on Apple? Am I going to buy it on, on Amazon Prime? And then I realized, uh, I have a YouTube TV. Mm -hmm. I have AMC. I can just hit the subscription. Because yeah. I'm so associated. I associate every TV show with a streaming app. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I have no idea. I felt like a dumbass after I realized. I can just add it on, on my uh, YouTube TV. Anyway. Oh, and also. Yeah, a couple of quick animation recommendations. Uh, have you seen? I don't know why Netflix has released a lot of animation recently, but they released it all at the same time. But have you started watching uh, Blue Eye Samurai? Not yet. Yeah, the animation itself is just absolutely gorgeous, breathtakingly gorgeous, and stuff like that. Some of the stories a little bit uh, kind of all right, what, okay, I get it, but uh, but it, but all right, but it's, I don't know. But anyway, it's gorgeous to look. At. I saw the first two episodes. It's gorgeous. You know what I mean? And it's very. 
timely. It's very, uh, uh, you know, I don't mean this in a spiritual way. It's, it's very woke and stuff like that. It's very contemporary. It's very modern. But the the biggest selling point for me in the TV show is so far is is the is the is the, is the is animation. It's gorgeous. It it is kind of weird that Netflix first releases like the new Castlevania show, and then they release Blue Eyed Samurai, and then they release Onimusha. It's like that's, that's that's my next recommendation. Yeah, it's it's like they have like this whole uh, genre thing that they try to like capture for everybody. Yeah, going back to back. And to I don't. Back. Yeah, I don't mean this to be as a dismissive thing, but you know, Castlevania is is you know it's inspired by animation. You know what I mean? Blue Eyed Samurai inspired by uh, a, uh, animation stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Amarosha, which I, I also it's Japanese. It's it's anime. You know, it's Japanese. Yeah. It's produced. It's written in Japanese. Pluto, same thing. You know what I yeah. mean? So they're kind of, they're having it both ways. I've seen. Eight out of no seven out of nine episodes of Ame Busha. Ame Busha. I, I dig that show too. It's it's it's, it's good. It's, that one's easier to kind of watch because it's only like thirty minutes. Oh, good. So I can I can I can finish that really quickly. And it's very enjoyable. This is this is the most. It's it it broke my brain because I didn't know that much about it before I watched it. But uh, it's in the promos. So I'm not spoiling anything. But the main character. It's based on a, a video game. But it's based right. on. But the main character is basically. Uh, Yujimbo from the old Kurosawa movie. Mm-hmm. It's like the Yujimbo character. The, same, the actor looks just like, just looks like uh, Tsuru Mafudi, that character, the mannerisms and stuff like that. But they didn't stop there. They combined the Yujimbo character with uh, another Kurosawa, Kurosawa classic, Seven Samurai. You know what I mean? He's, so he's with like you know, six different other samurais to accomplish a mission. So like, what the hell's going on? But yeah, it, that's a, it's a very fun show. I, I, like, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, but going back to uh, speaking of YouTube TV, um, new new season of Rick and Morty, and mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well, uh, Max, the one to watch for HBO, should have the new season. Nope, so you have to go back to good old trusty YouTube TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Rick and Morty. Yeah, Max, I, I'm enjoying this season. Yeah, Max and H and Hulu will get it like you know months from now after the season ends, and then that's when you that's when you get the versions that that curse. You know what I mean? Right, right, so. right. But uh, until then, YouTube TV. Yeah, uh, I guess YouTube TV and uh, Peacock. Uh, the Irrational. I am watching The Irrational. I mentioned that in the previous episode. And uh, and of course, uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Speaking of Max, one watch HBO. But yeah, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Still great. Still great. Those are my TV stuff that I, I, I've been watching. Um, I have skipped a lot of the other ones that I haven't seen yet, but I will get to them eventually. So yeah. But Scott Pilgrim it's too much TV. But Scott Pilgrim takes off comes out pretty soon too, so there's that. I'm sorry, what? Scott Pilgrim takes off. Takes oh off? yeah, still takes off. It is takes off, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That that's another show that kind of confused me because as it was announced, I didn't really read into the details, but I assumed and I assumed incorrectly that it was like a continuation. Oh no, it's not of of the movie, yeah. but it's just a retell. It's a retelling of not just the movie, but the entire comic book series, right? The so series. it's gonna have some. It's gonna overlap with the movie, but it's gonna further, you know, do the other books and other stuff like that. Yep. So yeah, I'm looking to see the other plot stuff that the the movie could not do that the that the comic mm-hmm. book did on this mm-hmm. format. So that'll be exciting yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of movies that I want to throw out there real quick. Uh, I mentioned it to Jamming Anatomy for Fall. I believe this is the mm-hmm. last week. It's on wide release, so people may not be able to watch it. But Anatomy yeah. Anatomy for Fall, fantastic movie. Really, really like it. Uh, Priscilla. Is a I guess a good counterpart to the Elvis movie last year, because you get to see things from her perspective. 
it's a good counterpart to every story, TV, movie, or otherwise, to the Elvis Priscilla story and stuff like that. Because the movie makes it very clear that, uh, uh, what do you call it? Elvis is a creep. You know no, what I mean? Well, a, Elvis, Elvis was a man of that time. <laughs> I think that's, that's the, not true. That's the safest that's way. That's, that's, that's the fairest way for me to say it. Because, I mean, yeah. a lot of people back but, then was like you don't have to. You don't have to be fair. He's a creep. He's a creeper. He's a child molester. He's a child groomer. And the movie makes it very clear. And stuff like that. I Here's the thing. I admired this movie more than I actually liked it and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I have tremendous respect and admiration because 90% of this movie takes place in that uh, period of time where uh, Priscilla is like 14 to 18. You know what I mean? Correct. The movie makes it very clear. Elvis is a creeper and stuff like that. You know what I mean? He And... It's just gross. It's disgusting. He's a disgusting human being. The people surrounding Elvis is also really disgusting and stuff like that. Uh, when I was watching and stuff, it was it's not, it's not a spoiler, but uh, it reminded me of I don't know if you watched documentaries on Jeffrey Epstein. Oh no, I have not. Yeah, but Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, I'm familiar with the guy. I, 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 yeah, of course, everyone's familiar with that creep. But uh, what do you call it? I've seen a couple of Netflix stuff. But the, the the parallels between Jeffrey Epstein and Elvis is like they would use their fame and fortune, especially the fortune, to uh, get these underage girls in in their clutches. In the sense that the in, in the Priscilla movie, like Elvis doesn't approach Priscilla and stuff like that. He has other people approach uh, uh, girls and stuff like that. And it's the mm-hmm. same thing with Jeffrey Epstein and stuff like that. If you watch the documentaries. He has people go out into the real world and find girls and stuff like that, and bring and bring them into uh, what he got in Jeffrey Epstein's orbit. And I, I'm assuming uh, that was the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, he's a creep. He's a creeper. He's a he's a, he's a creepy dude. He stop it. Stop it. Will you stop say it. that he ain't nothing but a hound dog? He eh, should have been eh, arrested. Eh, you know what I mean? There's 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 no excuse for like oh he's of the time or or for Sol's parents were at the time but because I'm willing to guess most people didn't uh, were into like uh, what do you call it? little girls you know what I mean people could make people weren't, weren't that dumb you know what I mean he's a creep stop it there's surprisingly a lot of celebrities of that era that was the same way so that's unfortunate yeah they're all creeps that's the thing. oh yeah that's the other thing about this movie and stuff like that they do it they they have they have little subtle digs at other men of the time because did you see uh at one point priscilla and elvis goes to go see a movie right and it was humphrey bogart was the star of the of the movie that they saw and you know humphrey bogart married uh what's her name Catherine hepper when she was a teenager and he was like in his late 50s you know what i mean yeah so yeah like i said like i said man of, the, man of the time man of that time i'm not excusing it but that is the reality of what happened okay um moving on moving on please uh I watched a movie on Hulu starring two Asian-American actresses, uh, Sandra Oh and Aquafina, Quiz Lady. I didn't know anything about this movie, short of, short of the fact that, that, that Google, T- Google TV and Hulu was like advertising it. Here's a movie to watch kind of thing. I went ahead and watched it, and it's perfectly fun. It's, I, I quite liked it. I liked it. It's a good, it's a good sit. There's the word. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun movie. And if you ever want to see Will Ferrell do kinda his Alex Trebek, well, here's a movie for you to check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Quiz Lady on Hulu. Fun movie. And I think that's it for me. Do you have anything else, or should we move on? I'm looking through the list. Really, really, like over <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I mean, Quantum Leap is back. You. It's really good. I still like that show. Blah 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 blah. This is another anime, but they're not going to get season two, so I'm not going to recommend that. Eh, it's fine. Yeah, we're done. 
Okay. All right. Uh, and that's what we've been watching. Thanks for listening. You can find this podcast on Instagram and Threads at Stuff Junk Show. You can find me, Albert, on Instagram and Threads as well uh, at Albert 5 by 5 And you can find me on the Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else is on the show notes found on whowhatworstwhy.com. Before we go, let's give our six listeners some recommendations for this week. Jamming. Wait, we just gave like a, like twenty recommendations. That's okay. all I got. I'm burned out. Oh, so you're, you're just gonna go with that? Okay. Jamming's recommendation is this episode. Uh, yeah. My recommendation is actually an advice that was given out by both the fifth column. Um, I'm not sure if you have noticed it, but there have been polls that have been being passed around in the news media about how apparently the polls right now suggest that Trump is actually going to win a 2024 election. Here's the thing, though. It's a year away. All right. And just like Boba the Fifth Column said, uh, don't pay too much attention to polls a year away. They're not accurate. Things can change. Things can happen. And as an example, uh, a year before 2020, uh, Trump was supposed to win. That didn't happen. Uh, a year before 2016, um, they, 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 thought, they thought Ben Carson was going to win. That didn't happen, right? So people, especially like people who, on both sides, I guess, you can say, uh, you, can, you can say what you want about these polls, but in the end, it doesn't really matter, right? I know the Trump, the Trump people are, are talking these polls like, yeah, that's right, Trump's going to win. And the, the Biden people are going like, yeah, that's right, Biden's going to lose. So just don't worry about it. It's on the news right now because it gives out the headlines, but don't worry about it. It's my suggestion. It's my recommendation. All right. And listeners, this is uh, Ruthie's recommendation. She can't be in this episode, but here's her recommendation. Ruthie, go. Um, if you're ever at Trader Joe's, they have this section. I'm pretty sure if you've been at Trader Joe's, there's this section of ready-made foods like there's it's like salads soups wraps um meals that you can just pop in the oven uh they're actually really good i i just grabbed like three different kinds of salads today i think i'm just gonna take um a couple i had one for dinner i'm gonna take a couple for lunches this week um yeah this is not sponsored but i'm just saying like i'm a, I'm a big fan of um, their ready-made section you can just pick up food it's really fresh it's it's healthy it's you know it's a quick meal you know if you don't feel like cooking or if you don't like cooking like me i i hate cooking so yeah go to trader joe's and check out that section so it's just a general go to the ready-made section of trader joe's pretty much it's like um it's well in my trader joe's it's it's usually after the cheese section and before the bread section um, but it depends on the Trader Joe's. Sometimes, like, there's bigger Trader Joe's and they have a bigger selection of, like, um, ready-made meals, which you can just grab and go. And they're pretty cheap. Like, the big salad that I got was, like, $4.99, okay. which if you, go to, if you go to any deli here in New York, a, a similar salad would cost you, like, $15. So, you know, it's economical and it's yummy. All right. Highly recommend. Okay. I'll have to do what's just in Trader Joe's the other day. Yeah. Yeah. But besides. Yeah, they got a lot of good stuff. Yes, yes. Thanks, Ruthie. All right. This was episode 716 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this podcast has been a Who What Works Why production. Oh.